Hello, everyone. This is Michelle McKenzie, and welcome to the WTF podcast, where we demystify entrepreneurship and the fog around funding. My guest today is Ayinde Elakoy. He's a serial entrepreneur and co-founder of his third live broadcast streaming venture, Needle, the AI-powered search engine for live radio broadcasts. Ayinde started Thumb Radio with his business partner to stream every radio station on the planet to your cell phone in 2003. That technology later evolved into a partnership with his former employer, Clear Channel, which became the first iteration of the iHeartRadio app. Ainde, welcome to WTF. WTF! I always wanted to say that. I wanted to say that. <laughs> well, you took your moment. You took your Thank moment. You. You I, know- almost said this. I almost said the other thing. But yes, hi. <laughs> hey, so you have a you have a for a cool a cool background. I I gave just you know the very abbreviated version. So if you want to talk a little bit more about you know your your background, your entry into the tech space, with your initial venture, and where we are today with Needle. Sure, um, I will give you. Um, I I thought your intro was was phenomenal. By the way, thank you for that. Um, and uh, you know, 25 years in radio plus, I guess, um, created the original iHeartRadio app. But I think your your explanation of it was even more on point. And and um, uh, really was thinking about you know how could I make a difference in the world around 2016 when I was thinking about my third venture. Um, and uh, also, I should say that uh, had the chance of a lifetime to write for President Obama back in 2007, 2008, and a little bit in 12. And, um, and when I was thinking about um, what I was going to do, I saw his farewell address. And he talked about, um, in 2016, and he talked about one of the main threats to U.S. democracy being the fragmentation of media. And I thought, well, that's something that I could potentially have an impact on. Should we be successful with um, with with this next venture? Because radio is is all about shared shared listening. It's all about coming together at the same time, and and uh, and and, uh, and fragmentation is is the opposite of that. So, the other piece was that um, I really saw that there was a real problem with social media, and I saw that it was having um, a really um, uh, detrimental effect on our society. And this is back in 2016, um, and I had some some insight around that, just being in, in tech. Um, and so I thought, well, what if you could change the way people get heard? And the idea being, what if you could, um, what if you could make it so that everybody's words count at the same? And how would you do that? And then what if you could give everybody a microphone and then transcribe everybody's words in real time? And then make all of those words searchable, and that's how we got that that patent back there. So that's what we did. So that's what we started Needle uh, to to do to democratize access to information in the microphone itself. And today, you know, many iterations later, from 2017, we give everybody their own live call-in radio show that transcribes, amplifies, and monetizes their words as they speak. So you've been around since 2017. That's right. Yeah. All right. So we've heard of some other audio apps and call-in apps. Really? Yeah. There are well, other? well, well we're, we're talking about in terms of social media apps, like audio apps 
that people might liken this to like a call-in or a clubhouse or whatever. Never heard of these. Never heard of these. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what's the user base <laughs> for Needle? What is it? Why do we need it? Who's it for? Who's on there? Tell us how it works. Yeah, no, I'm so glad you asked the question. And, and I do get that question a lot. It's like, um, people say, well, you know, I see Clubhouse, why do I need Needle? Or, or, um, or, or you know, we, we've been here long enough that we, we kind of see the, the words that we're saying in other people's names <laughs> uh, to describe our product in, in other people's names. So we're like, oh, that's very interesting. Very, um, so um, why Needle? Well, I, um, let's just start here. We're mm -hmm. very different. Um, and, Tell us and, how different. And I, and, I, and, I, and I say that, and I say, you know, what is the difference between Instagram and Facebook? Because Facebook was, is, is ostensibly a yearbook, right? It's about the face and people were posting pictures there, but then all of a sudden Instagram came in and kind of stole their lunch. So uh, to the point where Facebook had to buy Instagram, right? So, so what was the difference between Facebook and Instagram? Well, the Part difference- Part of that was, was a demographic shift as well, in addition to it being sort of more visual, even though- So what, what do you think is the difference? I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you. So what is the difference between Facebook and Instagram? Um, demographics and anything else? For me right now, I think it's 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 the visual engagement over at, at Instagram. I know they're the same company now, but when yeah. they first started, um, you know, Instagram seemed well more creative, like a more of a creator's play space than Facebook was. Right. Well, I I it will, we're suffering a little bit from um, from from uh, um, from our own you know familiarity with what Instagram is now, but. But versus um, what it was when it started. I don't yeah, remember. Exactly. <laughs> so it was just is, you know, it's just really this simple place where you would post a post a picture as opposed to um, some place where you would find your family. And a lot of um, young people were trying to get away from this place where their 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 parents had just discovered, right? So they were looking at um, Instagram and other options. So, you know, um, but on the on the face of it, the point that I'm making is that they both do the same things, right? Um, and you could you could argue that Clubhouse does many of the things that that Needle does, and Colin certainly does a lot of the things that Needle does unsuspiciously. And so, um, but but the but the idea is that um, that they do serve different demographics, and they serve them in different ways, right? So if you look at any social network or any company, they all follow suit to the to the founder. Their, their expressions of the founders' wants and desires. Facebook wanted to create something that, um, that would make it easier for him to meet people. And that's what Facebook does. Um, for us, we always with Needle wanted a place that would make it more just, a more just place for you to find and find people to discover information, learn, and to be discovered yourself. It's all about freedom for us. When you look at, um, uh, there's a post that's going around on Twitter. It, there's probably many of them where you can hear a conversation that's happening on Clubhouse. And I'm sure it's happened to all of us that are listening to. And it's just like people yelling over each other. And then, and then a really, really uh, thoughtful host comes in and says, hey, gonna ease everybody down. 
and just relax everybody. And you're, you're like, wow, this guy really has it going on. He knows how to stop this chaos. And then he says, everybody take a breath. Remember why we're here, da, 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 da. And then he lets people back on stage and, um, and then it happens again. <laughs> like all the yelling and it, it literally happens the same thing again. None of that can happen on our platform. Not because you can't have multiple people because you can on, on Needle um, as your guest, but it's because we're in we're a different place for a different reason. We're here to create, um, to, to give you an FCC license for li live broadcast radio without having to get a, um, an FCC license, right? So it's, it's like if everybody has always wanted to have, um, many people have always wanted to have a radio station or a radio show, but they didn't have the ability financially to do it. We give you that, that ability instantly and we give you the control within the framework that people already understand, which is a controlled experience where the host, you, Michelle, you're in control the whole time. And something like that can't happen in that same way. Thank you for that breakdown about, you know, how Needle stacks up to other apps that are out there in terms of the user experience. Astronomical. So if someone wants to get on Needle, check it out, what do they need to do? Yeah, but let's go back to that last question. With Needle, from the beginning, we knew, because this is my third startup, not my first, we knew that it was going to be really important to people how many people were on our platform. So we said, how do we create it? so we don't have a chicken and the egg scenario. Mm -hmm. How do we create it so that it doesn't matter how many people are on our platform, it matters how many people are in your network that want to listen to you. So what we do with Needles, we give you your own custom URL, something different than anything else in the marketplace. So when you sign up, um, do you remember what your, see, I was gonna give you a pro, I was gonna I give you a promo. I I could, I could, <laughs> I could you I don't remember. Well, let's say that you are needle.com forward slash Michelle, mm -hmm. which you're not, but you could have been. So, so I don't, I don't no, know. No, I think it's forward slash where's the funding. Oh, perfect. There you go. So, so, so with needle.com forward slash where's the funding, everybody who's listening to that, to, to this, to this podcast right now can go there right now without signing up for the needle app. They can subscribe to you by putting their telephone number in uh, that box where it says get alerts. And every time where's the funding goes on air, they'll get a text message. And so we've completely removed the, the need for there to be people on our app. Mm -hmm. And there are, there's thousands of people who, who have signed up with Needle. But we've removed that need. It's not about who's on Needle. It's about who wants to listen to where's the funding and what Michelle is doing right now. And this is really key when we're talking to people like Fat Joe who have signed up with Needle because now he's, he's got the ability to wake up an army of listeners whenever mm -hmm. he goes on air. And mm -hmm. that's really exciting. And he is, by the way, he's Fat Joe, uh, he's forward slash Fat Joe ROC. So if you wanna subscribe to, to him, that's wow. easy to find. All right, everybody go catch Fat Joe over on Needle. So I'll tell you something a little funny. So, um, so tell us, tell us about the name itself, Needle. Sure. Um, so back in 2016, I was thinking, hmm. So we're gonna make search the the equalizer, the great equalizer. Mm -hmm. So what is the 
what can we do that's going to be emblematic of search? And of course, I'm looking at all these different things and I'm like, um, needle in a haystack. Okay, well, needles taken in E D L E. So let me let me just let me do a search. So I so I searched needles, see if I can find some synonyms on, on Google. And um, and then I'm looking and the phonetic spelling is really eye-catching. And then I thought, hmm, and now we own it. So that's that's how we got needle, but it's it's you know, needle in the haystack, needle on your, your radio uh, dial, it's it's a needle on your record player because mm -hmm. uh, coming soon some more music. So it's really exciting stuff. <laughs> what was your thought? No, so it was funny about phonetic spelling. So when you first emailed me and it said H-A-Y, I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. He can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> and then we spoke and you explained the name and needle in the haystack and hey, I'm like, oh, and it's like, oh, you're the dummy Michelle. <laughs> so I just thought yeah, so that was funny. It, it's an overcommitment to uh to to our brand. Um, well, it's great because our listeners should know that you on needle, you can make hay, you can make money just by yeah. talking. So Help. All right, talk a little bit about making hay. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what I can tell you. Mm. Um, we have some patents that are they're still going. Um, mm. But what I can tell you is that um, while we're speaking, you know, you can get tips. You can make hay, uh, which is our currency on the app, or um, some people call it a token because there's so much uh, stuff going on with crypto and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they call it a token, although it has nothing to do with crypto, by the way. Um, uh, which which people are saying you should make a crypto well give it time okay um but but it's hay that 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 you or i or anybody can purchase to tip um uh to tip the the voices for doing a great job so for every one hay that you receive as a as a voice on our platform it's one dollar that you can cash out so if you get a thousand hay you get a thousand bucks yeah that's great so it's a way for um for hosts to be able to monetize instantly without instantly. having to ask for money. Like, I don't know. No, like, no I, send in I, cash app links. No, no Venmo. No. Like, I, <laughs> like I'm from DC, right? You're from, you're in DC. I'm in DC, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm from DC. Like the idea of, you know, getting on the mic and saying, Hey, can you please give me money? Like, uh, like I'm not, I'm not fundraising for me. Right. So, so look, you can ask for, Hey, and it's yeah. just, it takes the pressure off. Yeah. I like it because I'm like that too. Like the idea of just like asking random strangers, like, yeah, yuck. but I'm like, hey, it's ghost. But I'm like, okay, if you're free to toss some hay, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> so, no, I think that's a cool way of um, monetizing uh, being on air for your Thanks. users. And we're and we're we're launching something very soon. So so first of all, your users, your listeners should go directly to the to the app store and get 7.0. If they've never tried Needle or if they tried it earlier, um, now that we have some Google money, make sure you get 7.0. Um, the other piece is that we're launching this, um, this really cool new feature that uh, we're launching this new feature where you can um, make money without doing anything. It's, um, it's related to the number, well, it's related to your audience and uh, and in multiple ways, you can get hay from your audience, but um, without doing anything. And then, um, and then we've tied hay into comments. So it's really exciting. 
what we're doing next. Like wait till we get to 8.0. It's going to be super exciting. We're at 7.0 right now. So it's going to be soon. So you talked about Google money. So after all, this show is called Where's the Funding? So let's get into that. This is not your first venture. You've fundraised before. Um, so has this been different this time around? And, and, and if it has, how so? Because I know you also have a campaign on Republic. So I'll also give you an opportunity to talk about that and why you decided to go that route as well. Sure. No, it's, it's, it's another great question. Here's the thing. My first venture raised, raised no capital. Well, I'll give you a little bit more context. So in this venture, we've raised uh, nearly $2 million and it's all been from VCs. And, um, and that's something that we're very proud of, right? Uh, and institutional capital. And our first venture, I was... It was my first venture, but it was also pre-George Floyd revolution. It was 2003. They weren't calling what we were doing a startup. Like it was early on in this process. So, you know, we didn't raise any institutional capital. We went to, to Oprah's investors. Um, we somehow found them. I, I mean, I'm a hustler. So we found, found them. I flew to New York. And again, we were trying to bring every radio station on the planet to your cell phone. The last person I, I looked at that looked like me um, when I was in that building was standing outside that building asking for money. And then I walked into that building, went to the top floor, sat in front of the guy at, um, and I was more gangly at the time because I was, had no gray hair. And, um, but I fit the profile for young entrepreneur. I just didn't look like what they thought a young entrepreneur should look like. And I, I asked for $10 million and he told me that nobody will ever listen to music on their cell phone. And that was 2003. And so, um, so fast forward to 2000, uh, 2000. I wonder where that guy listens to his music <laughs> now. Yeah. And, 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 and I wonder how many, African-Americans other than Oprah, they've actually invested in. Um, uh, so, uh, so then, so then you, if you look at the fast forward to 2010, when we started Hitch Radio, which was the next one, I, um, I was more experienced, but I didn't really care how, how we got the money, like who, who we got the money from and like nothing illegal, of course, but, um, but I just was just like, if you if you were an accredited investor, if you if you were wealthy, I didn't care. I I we were so driven by our mission then that um, that we we didn't think of it as smart money, or you know we we didn't we didn't prioritize smart money, and we also knew you know what our past experience was, and it continued in 2011, 2012, 2013. I mean, if you look at the numbers. During that time, it was probably less than one. Like it's, it was less, far less than one percent went to African American founders, and and so we raised um, probably over three million dollars, but it was all from um, African American. It was all from primarily African American. One was a lottery winner, um, just angels, 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 and um, so in this this company, I was really, really so. So I said, you know, it's not that I. It's not that I, um, I, I think that money that is not uh, from VCs is not smart money. 
um, because I, I think that that's another bias. But I do, um, but I really prioritize getting VC capital. And I really, in this venture, because I saw how much it propels companies. And so in this venture, um, we did everything 100% by the book. I made sure that I, um, I stayed humble the entire time. And I, um, and I did a lot of work on myself because I knew what the rules were in the previous company, but I, I didn't want to like listen to them. If there was a button that could look different, I just did it just to make, make us look different as opposed to now I'm, I'm very, um, I, I've, I've just learned a lot from the, pro, from the, from the process in the past that I, that I uh, made sure that we, we positioned our, ourselves differently. So how can your, your listeners raise institutional capital is what you're thinking. Um, and, um, and, and what we did was we positioned ourselves. We said, look, here's all this experience that we have, but let's go to, since there's bias in the community, let's go to places where we'll stand out. So I, I went to a pre-cellerator and investors came through and they were like, whoa, what's this guy doing in a pre-cellerator, <laughs> right? And then we got investment and then we took that little step and we got bigger investment. And, and that's, that's how it's progressed for us. So now you're on Republic, which is like a regulation crowdfunding platform. Why That's have you right. decided to go that route and sort of open it up to, you know, just regular Joes and Joannes yeah. to be able to invest? And so um, we saw what was happening with Clubhouse and, and we saw that it, what felt like 70% of the conversations whenever I turned it on were, um, were talking about, um, we're talking about, why don't we own something like this? And you know, we could build this and black tech and this and that. And meanwhile, I'm like, eh, we actually, we, own, we, own, we do own it. But, um, uh, you know, I, I just really believed that there couldn't be a better possible pairing, like giving people the opportunity to invest in something that they can actually increase the value of just by going on and listening or just by, um, just by, uh, sharing their custom URLs, and then people say, "Oh, what's this?" And then they say, "Oh, you can also invest, right?" So, um, so there couldn't be a better pairing, and um, we're really excited. So we're up to a hundred, and uh, you can you'll date this podcast by by this, but we're up to over one hundred thirty thousand dollars on the platform. We've got a little over a hundred days left that you can invest, and we're really excited about. Um, reaching that next goal. We want to get to at least 250. So by the time this goes out, there'll be less time than you quoted now, but there'll still be time. So tell the people listening what they need to do to become an investor in Needle. Well, if you'd like to be an investor in Needle, go to republic.co forward slash N-E-D-L, just four letters. And you can... Um, invest as little as $150 or as much as $50,000 on our platform, uh, on the platform. And you can get a nice uh, hoodie if you, if you invest. Uh, I think the level is 500 for the hoodie. Wait, wait, um, wait. I didn't get a hoodie. You can get it. Oh, you invested? Yes. Send my hoodie, please. 
<laughs> All right. Better be in the mail. <laughs> you know what? They don't actually allow us. I tried to send them during Christmas time. They actually don't allow us to send them before the campaign's over. So everybody's going to get it at the same time. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah. Do I get a choice of colors? Or is it just um, You know what? We have some branding changes coming. So so this is vintage. By the time, by the time you get yours, <laughs> it's going to look slightly more slick. So... Okay, cool. Well, it's nice to know that that is on the way. So what are you looking forward to for, for Needle? Oh, wait, before we go on, tell us about the Google money. Yeah, so I would say that it pays to do things the right way, right? So this venture, when I started in 2016, again, I was like, let me you know, let me do all the things, right? So we went into an accelerator that, um, so actually, we actually built part of this company in San Francisco for, for five months, which was really amazing. Um, then we went, uh, and then and then Arlen Hamilton invested. Backstage Capital. Mm -hmm. Backstage Capital invested. They were our first institutional investor. So think about that. I was in, at the time I was in startups for about 13 years, had never raised any institutional capital first time was through Arlen Hamilton backstage. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think about, but, but I'm very grateful that it happened. And then we went from backstage to, um, to Sweet Capital. So the Candy Crush people from, from Sweden invested a million dollars. And then uh, from there, we were able to, uh, did, we did a WeFunder campaign uh, briefly. And then after that, yeah, this was during the pandemic. So, uh, so the other piece was, um, and then Google happened. So we got into the Google for Startups Accelerator. So we got into what I'm really, really super proud of. Okay, so you asked about the money. So let me answer the question finally. We, we were awarded um, $100,000 from the Black Founders Fund from Google, which was super exciting and amazing and perfect timing. And it is the reason why we're able to offer 7.0. A lot of people during the pandemic were like, this is awesome. Da, 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 da. They were so excited about our platform. They were like, they got on and they were like, cool. Now we need to do this with this. And you, you guys need to do this. And, and it's crashing for me here. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, yeah, all this takes money. And those guys over there have $10 million and we raised $1 million. <laughs> growth cost three years ago four years ago yeah so like there was a disconnect between their experience and how much money we had raised and like there was just nothing that i could say or do to like bridge it but google stepped up and was like here's a hundred thousand dollars boom no strings attached non non-dilutive and what did we do we we improved the experience on the app and it's great now so uh, so thank you, God, for Google. Um, and then, and then the other piece is that um, that prior to that, we had gotten into the the um, the inaugural Voice AI Accelerator. So we were one of just uh, eleven other companies that were in this accelerator. It was a big, 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 big deal. I remember putting something on my my LinkedIn like, "Hey, we just got into the because I did, I was so into what we were doing." That, and it was during the pandemic that we did it during the lockdown. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
yeah, we got into this thing and I was excited. But like my my LinkedIn blew up more than anything from that. And I was like, wow, people really dig how important it is to this. And the other piece that I'm excited about, and you'll understand where this is coming from, it wasn't an African-American accelerator. It wasn't just for black founders. Mm -hmm. It was everybody in the world was considered for this and they chose our company. We were the only African-American company that 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 made it in. Yeah. It's just context. So so we were really excited about that. So so boom, we got the hundred thousand dollars. We were able to improve the, the website. So so doing things the right way. Like people are always looking, people are always watching you, even when you don't know that people are watching you. And sure. so so I think that that contributed because prior to that, it's all been VCs and the right investors, the right investors, and now the right investors are you because you get to go on to I'm so glad you you grabbed that plug because if you didn't I was going to say (laughs) the right (laughs) investors are you and me uh thank you so much for this conversation to let us know more about the needle app what you're doing to revolutionize the the um the audio space the radio space to give people everyday people a voice and an opportunity to speak about issues that are important to them in a way that is is unfettered right so yes. you can just sort of like go on and, and 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 create your own channel and create community around matters you know of importance to you yes. so thank you for doing that and you know thank you. thank you for you know creating one of the opportunities for us to listen to music on our smartphone something that people thought would never happen <laughs> so, you're welcome and so, there I, you go I'm so i just want to say thank you for the work that you do you do an amazing job and you're an amazing, you know, history will record your voice as one of the places that were a safe place to go and that, that created ripple effects. So thank you for what you're doing. Well, thank you so much. Hello, WTF listeners. This is Michelle with an update on this episode. Since we recorded this episode, the Needle campaign on Republic has since closed early because they made their goal. Yay for Needle. However, sad that you did not get a chance to become an investor. However, Needle has a huge product launch coming in the summer of 2022. So get the app and stay tuned for that. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for another episode of the WTF podcast. Continue listening. If you would like to be on the show, email me at where's the funding at gmail.com. Make sure you find us on your favorite app store, uh, wherever you stream podcasts, Apple, Anchor, Spotify, all those places. Make sure you listen, like, share, review, all those good things, and make sure that you join us for the next episode.